0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. This week, I thought we'd pick up on two topics that seem to be on everyone's mind. One is, of course, the unfortunate tech company layoffs that are picking up great steam, this being November 2022. And another one is something that seems to come up in a lot of my personal and professional conversations, which is... How can one be more assertive, especially if that's not one's nature? So we'll talk about those and try to end with one fun and interesting idea at the end of the episode. Talking first about the layoffs. First of all, my sincerest uh, condolences, commiseration. It's not easy. I know people who are going through this. And it's a real tough time. Now, of course, what one tries to think about is what's next. So if you go on LinkedIn, which for me, as I've shared in many different episodes, if you're a listener, you know, I talk a lot about LinkedIn, it's a interesting nerve center or thermometer or gauge of where the professional mindset might be. Now, of course. Caveat is always LinkedIn is people with their real names. And so there's always some performativeness. Whenever it's your real name, you're filtering. You're not saying everything exactly how you'd like to. That being said, people are really by by, uh, you know, prior year standards, people are really talking quite openly about their displeasure. And yet at the same time, I think what I'm seeing is is two messages. So there's the disappointment, disgruntledness with a particular company, especially if their layoff process was, shall we say, heartless. And uh, also with the general approach towards it, uh, as in, could not there have been a better way of cost cutting? And of course, the other tone or narrative that I'm seeing a lot of is The heartfelt outreach, now, some of it, again, is performative and people are not necessarily uh, saying everything that's on their mind, but at least how it's coming across is people are seeking help and are being vulnerable and open in asking for help. And many others with if you look at the number of reactions or comments that these posts get, people are willing to show, at least show a lot of support. I myself put up, uh, not for myself, but for someone I know, um, I put up a post and uh, got some responses. But, um, you know, as you can as you know, you can see the analytics on a, any post you write and it's been seen by hundreds of people uh, by this uh, time, probably over a thousand. And uh, the point being that this is relevant to everyone because, as I was saying earlier, the first thought is, oh, my goodness, I've lost my job. The second thought is, OK, what's next? So the what next part is people that you think can help you need to know that you are in need of help. This sounds so obvious, this sounds so, uh, shall we say, no, duh. Right. And at the same time, it's difficult to do because we don't want to appear. Many of us uh, as in uh, seeking of help uh, makes us look weak or look bad. The time has a little bit changed, I feel. And I think people are, are willing to, you know, say, hey, you know what? Let's let's get you back on your feet. And so Find the right language. I always say, you know, this is a communication podcast. So how can one talk about this? Perhaps that's a good way uh, to put a button on this topic is how can one talk about uh, one's own layoff? So I think what I've seen a lot of people do and what I'm recommending to to people I know is uh, talk about it as, you know, it's I'm, I'm looking for a new opportunity. Um, You know, I, I I had to say goodbye to my prior employer. I'm I'm you know looking for this kind of opportunity, and I'm uh, putting it up, put my put myself out there. My friends, my network, my colleagues. If there's anybody you know who needs this kind of help, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. And one great example I saw, which I think you can absolutely emulate, is someone said, "You helped me when I was in need." Uh, or you are helping me when i'm in need right now and so i'm i will be indebted to you and i'll be happy to help you in some way when when you uh need my help and i even saw uh the opposite version of that where somebody who just got a job so there's not a lot of those posts as you can imagine these days online i think maybe In the spring, I was seeing a lot of those celebratory posts, people getting new positions, March, April uh, of 2022. But here in the fall, towards the end of the year, not so much. Now, that might turn around early next year, depending on how the economy goes. But it's it's sparse, right? There's a lot more layoff talk and a lot less, shall we say, congratulations talk. So but the point being that there's this idea of reciprocity. That at your difficult time you seek help, and at someone else's difficult difficult time you can offer uh, a person help, and you know that kind of reciprocity makes the world go around. Uh, I'm a big believer in it. It's one of the key principles of persuasion, in the sense that people will be more willing to do something for you because. Uh, you may have already done them a good turn in the past. So that's why giving people your time, your attention, your patience, um, you know, even when you don't owe it to them, uh, can have amazing dividends uh, in the future for yourself. So that's a couple quick thoughts here on layoffs. And of course, I highly, highly recommend that if you do not already have one, please go ahead and create uh, a LinkedIn account. If you have a LinkedIn account, but you haven't done a whole lot with it and you're looking for a new job, I trust. Uh, trust me, it is your best tool among many other tools. But one of your best tools is a vibrant LinkedIn profile where you talk to people, connect with people, share about yourself and comment on other people's doings and achievements. So those are some helpful tips I think you can employ. Switching gears to the other topic of the day, which something that I wrote a blog post about, uh, and it is about assertiveness. Assertiveness is something that a lot of people struggle with. Because when people hear assertiveness, oddly enough, they hear aggressiveness. Is that the same thing? I'm happy to tell you, no, they're not the same thing. Can there be some overlap? Is an aggressive person necessarily assertive, and vice versa? Maybe there's there's a Venn diagram, but those are that's not a circle. They overlap, but they are not the same quantity. So, what is assertiveness? Assertiveness, if you look up the sort of definition of the word, where the word came from, it's really to stand up for your rights, your authority, and respect. So if someone owes you a response to an email, if someone uh, reports to you but is being insubordinate, if you're asking a question and someone's not giving you an answer or courteously asking you for more time, etc., you have the right to using correct tone and using correct phrasing. I can give you some examples of that. Request, politely but firmly, whatever is owed to a response or subordination or compliance, whatever it is that we are not getting up until that point. What's important is, first of all, like, like I already mentioned, you do not have to be aggressive to be assertive. The tone I'm taking right now can absolutely be the same tone you deploy when you're trying to be assertive, right? Straightforward, polite, yet with that sense of authority, structure, and purpose. The key thing is for us to think about assertiveness as a noble goal. And it's not something that only A-type personalities do or mean people do. Uh, you know, think about it this way. If, let's say, for example, uh, you were at uh, a grocery store, right? and uh, in the old days when we used to use cash nowadays most people use plastic and even contactless payments but in the past you might let's say uh, you know you've given a 20 dollar bill for your items and you've got some uh, bills and uh, you know coins in return let's say for example that the checkout clerk gave you the incorrect change okay now Grocery stores can be really busy, sometimes very noisy. And so maybe you, uh, you know, are past or just past where the, you know, the grocery bagging occurred and you realize, uh, oh, I got maybe $2 short, $2.50 short. Okay. So now you have a choice. Do you want to go and say, Hey, uh, so sorry to bother you, but I think you gave me insufficient change, right? And, you know, maybe that that creates some kind of concern. I don't want to put someone out uh, to trouble them. Hold a, hold the a line up. And so that that does bring up a question of cost benefit analysis. Is this worth it to you? Uh, do you have to be somewhere is $2.50 not really a lot of money for you? Um, and the same could the same kind of thinking can be applied to any other circumstance where you're not getting the full value of what is owed to you and you have a choice do you want to bring it up or not let's say you do let's say 250 means enough to you right so you can politely say so sorry to bother you folks i just need uh you know the correct change thank you for your time so you've. Acknowledge that you're holding up the line, but at the same time, everyone does understand that if you are owed a certain amount of money, it's okay. Yes, they're inconvenienced, but they understand. I think that's important take home. Yes, someone might be inconvenienced or feel embarrassed as a result of what you bring up. But if you say it and it's something reasonable, yes, they will understand. Let's go further. Okay, what are other things we can do? So. For the sake of time and simplicity, I, you know, came up with a list of three things that we can do. One of which we already mentioned, which is respectful pushback, right? And that was the example I gave with the grocery store. Now, again, that can be applied to many circumstances. For instance, let's say uh, to go ahead with the idea of respectful pushback, right? Let's say you're in the meeting and there's ideas going around about how to solve a problem maybe you proffered an idea and somebody else is championing a different idea right a different solution to the same problem they're trying to promote their idea as a better alternative okay perhaps they're even trying to fall and find fault with the solution that you proffered okay so now you have a choice do you let it go is it not important enough to you or do you say something like hey, so and so, I appreciate where you're coming from. I wanted to just restate my point, maybe in different words, make sure we're on the same page. You see what I'm doing here? I'm using very de-escalationary non-conflict oriented language. But at the same time, I'm saying, uh, we are not moving forward until we resolve this. And I want to make my point. OK, so you see the sub- subtext is hold on but the spoken text is you know let's get on the same page and we're not being disingenuous here folks we are trying to be on the same page it's just that sometimes people can be in a bit of a rush and run run right right too fast past uh you know the process and so we have to say hold on it's okay give a second let's talk this out and in this example you would say okay and this actually uh, connects well to Uh, one of the other points is speaking simply and concisely. So perhaps the first time you preferred your idea or offered your idea, you used your thinking, right? You were trying to figure the idea out yourself. You hadn't formed it all the way through in your head. We do that sometimes and that's okay. It happens in the moment. Now, maybe there's been four or five minutes since then and you've got a better handle on it. So now in the second moment when you say, hey, let me try and explain my idea again. I think there's some merit to it. Let's see if we can get on the same page. You have a second shot now and maybe you can explain it in fewer words and more powerful words. OK, so let's say the first time you say, well, you know, maybe we could try this. I th- I've seen this happen before. You know how we talk when we're thinking. But this is take two. Take two, you might say something like, I think, let me correct myself. If we do it this way, see what I did there? Instead of saying, I think I corrected myself in real time. And I said, if we do it this way, we will get this benefit because of these reasons. Here's an example. And I'd be happy to walk through and take charge of this process. So there's a few things that I threw in there. And this is just off the top of my head, folks. I'm creating a logic, right? If you do X, you get Y because of Z reasons. Here's an example. And then perhaps to throw in as a bonus, you could say if this sounds risky to some of the rest of you, I'm happy to take lead on it because I'm more familiar with it due to my past experience at a different company, et cetera, et cetera. And that actually connects to my third suggestion, which is word choice. So I corrected myself just in this podcast, right? Instead of saying, I think, or some uh, diluting qualifier word, I went right to it. I said, if we do this, we, we get this benefit, right? Words to that effect. So to put it all together, you are respectfully pushing back. You're speaking simply and concisely using powerful language and you are being careful with your word choice so that you don't undercut yourself perhaps you could even do a power play like what i suggested where hey maybe other folks in the room are less experienced with this uh, kind of solution so perhaps with my experience i can take lead on it that shows initiative that's solid that's pers- that's powerful and persuasive so if you start to put it all together folks assertiveness is about first and foremost knowing what you want do i care about the 250 at the grocery store is it important enough to me or is it about the principle of the thing think about that sometimes sometimes the little things aren't worth it too much on your plate totally understandable but if we let all the little things go repeatedly as a pattern constantly chances are they really start to add up just like the 250 you know If we do it 100 times, you know, that's $250, right? And that is a significant sum of money for anybody. So the point being that we want to make choices and we can, you know, perhaps in some cases, you know, lose the battle, win the war, as they say. So long as you are indeed winning the war. That's the big caveat there. And at the same time, if we develop a pattern of letting things go and not being assertive, then that becomes our brand. And that's definitely something we do not want, because if we don't respect ourselves, no one else will. So a closing thought, you know, we talked about the layoffs and what we can do about that, if that's something you're affected by. And we talked about assertiveness. I think that was uh, a list of some useful techniques about pushback, powerful language and, and the like. I thought I'd leave us with just a fun uh, idea that might be useful. And that idea is communication is as much a physical act as it is a mental act. Think about that, And, and this might be worth a podcast episode on its own, but I just want to leave it for you as a thought. The next time you're feeling nervous or worried about talking in front of other people, just indulge in the simple act of two or three deep breaths okay oxygenate your body your mind your lungs okay and if it's a if it's an op, uh, an option for you just step outside for a second maybe in the hallway maybe in the outdoors whatever is whatever's suitable for you just walk up and down it's amazing what a bit of fresh air some trees and some sunshine will do to decrease whatever anxiety you might be feeling, and to get you in a better frame of mind for your next meeting. So try that out. And with that, folks, if you enjoyed this episode, do let other folks know about it. We're always trying to reach more people and you know help help larger groups of people. So like, share, comment, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, and feel free to reach out to us, culturespeak.com. And with that, have a great rest of your week.